Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for taking the time out of your life to be part of what we're creating here in this show. As always, you know, you know that you're going to get some kind of truth out of me this week and every week, right? But, you know, bear in mind, the truth is subjective from wherever you're sitting, okay? So I see this a lot, actually, out there, especially in the news and social media. People are vying for the truth. You know, the problem between a narrative and the truth, the distance between a narrative and the truth, can sometimes be so slight that you can't tell the difference between the two things. And especially when it comes to stuff like your truth, right? You know, so people say, I had a conversation with somebody once about, you know, there being an undeniable past, for instance, like the past is the past. And I'll say, no, the whole, your entire past is subjective. It depends which seat you were in. So you're seeing it from that seat. That's why your experience of your past is all too often different from the other people in your life who were there while it was happening. They had an experience of it. Sometimes, by the way, we agree with that experience was. Like, we're in agreement. Like, oh, yeah, that was shit. Yeah, that was shit. Okay, good. So it was shit then, right? But sometimes we disagree about the past. How it was for you, how it was for them, how la, 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 la. As somebody who's out to develop themselves, you should absolutely be questioning your own perspective, not anybody else's. It's part of developing yourself. And in fact, in my view, right, as I have done a lot of this work over the years, the people who are most kind of further down the line with their development have profoundly shifted their perspective of their past. I'll say that again. Those that are are a little further down the line have profoundly, that is to their core, altered their perspective. In fact, they may have a whole other perspective now. And to me, that is a big part of doing personal growth work. Growth work isn't getting over the past, at least not in a kind of linear way like that. Because the past never 
shifts in. You never question the perspective. You're only getting over your perspective. And I want you to know that when people are talking about the past, I don't mean some of the time, I mean all the fucking time when people are talking about the past, what they're talking about is their personal experience of it. I'm not delegitimizing that person's personal experience of it. I just want them to know that that's what that is. This is your personal experience of the past that in one way or another, you're using your current time on this earth to overcome. And then you wonder why you can't get over the past. So that brings us very neatly, by the way, into like the meat of this week's show, which is what you tolerate. So, you know, I think this might have been an unfuck yourself, right? You have the life you're willing to put up with. That's true, right? That's about as true as true can be. You have the life you are willing to put up with. But that also includes you have the body that you're willing to put up with. You have the home that you're willing to put up with. You have the relationship that you are willing to put up with. I don't mean putting up with another person. I mean, putting up with yourself, putting up with stuff. You have the career, the friends, the la, 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 that you are willing to put up with. Now, you might resist what I'm, I'm not willing to put up with that. Well, yeah, look in your fucking life, though. So how can you tell then all that you're willing to put up with, all that you're tolerating? Well, if you look at all of it, you've made space for all of it. Pick any part of your life. I don't fucking care. Pick any part. Just look in an area of your life. Look at what's not working about that area of your life. Look at what you're tolerating there. Look at what you've been thus far willing to tolerate, willing to put up with. And then look at how much space you've made for that. Look at the room you've given it in your life. Look at the ways you've had to bend yourself, shape yourself, to accommodate it, be in that way. Look at the impact that your accommodation has had on you. Look at the impact your accommodation has had on others. Look at the impact that it's had on the quality of your life. You make space for what doesn't work. That's what you've been doing. Like you've been providing it somewhere to hang out. You've been making room for bullshit. And you're about to fucking go ahead and do it all over again today. You're accommodating. You're giving real estate to unworkability. Whether it's your diet or your finances or your fucking this thing or that thing. It doesn't matter what the thing is. Just check in with yourself about how accommodating you've been to this point, that your life looks this way, that it is this way. Some of you have accommodated being a victim, allowing yourself to bathe in those waters. It's funny, you know, because this whole notion of being a victim is very much misunderstood, like really misunderstood. 
When you say the word victim, most people think they're talking about these kind of like complaining, I can't do it like like that. And sure, I know those people exist. It's fine, okay? No judgment on this show. Do whatever you got to fucking do. But at the same time, that doesn't capture the whole spectrum of what it is to live with a certain kind of mentality, with a certain approach to life, a certain way that you see things, a certain way that you interact. And the as-lived moments of life, some of you are what I call my victorious or triumphant victims, like constantly overcoming and proving and demonstrating that you're not a victim, which is all given by that same mentality, that you've overcome your past, and I'm better than that, and and look at me now. You're just a fucking triumphant victim. How long are you going to keep ringing that bell? Are you proving yourself too? And, and look, I, I know that when I say some of these things in the podcast, it hits a sore spot with some of you guys. I get that. I get that. But it's, it's kind of supposed to. You know, it's why, you know, when we talk about Unfuck Nation, we're talking about the real work getting done. The real work getting done. Not listening to my podcast and I'll just fill your head full of fucking quotes, memes, platitudes, and, you know, 14 buckets of, Poor you. I mean, I could, my ratings would probably go through the fucking roof if I started that shit because everybody wants that action. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants inspiration without intrusion. And if you, I'm just directing this right at you right now. Just pretend this is just a conversation between you and I. So there you are doing whatever you're doing right now. And I'm talking. I want you to get this is like from me to you. If you are truly giving yourself to some significant life change. You cannot do it without intrusion. Cannot. You can't buy your way out of it. You can't fucking run your way out of it. You can't fucking chant your way out of it. You can't positive your way out of it. You can't coffee your way out of it. Drink your way, snort your way, smoke your way. None of that. You're out to cause serious profound, life-altering direction. That requires intrusion. Intrusion, my unfucked friends, is also often painful. You're hearing things that hurt, and they interrupt, and they chop and slice at old beliefs and, and tap into things like shame and guilt and all of that stuff. And that's why all of the accommodating in the world cannot provide you with any buffer from that kind of work. Because that's what it comes down to. You're accommodating whatever you're accommodating in your life so that you don't have to do the work on yourself. Period. Period. You are accommodating whatever you're accommodating. You're tolerating, you're putting up with whatever you're tolerating putting up with so that you don't have to finally do the fucking work on yourself. All the time, every time, no exceptions. I know that most of you will look at your circumstances as a way to explain why you're accommodating, and that ain't it. As usual, it's what drove you to have those circumstances that's the fucking problem, not the circumstances. What drove you there? 
And don't say other circumstances because something drove you there. And on and on and on. You are driven. But you're not always aware of what you're driven by. What is it that's driving you? And don't say more money and don't say success and don't say any of that stuff. It's all just shallow, nonsense, garbage, not real. You're driven to be you, and the you that you are is out to prove its point. Man, see that thing I just said there? You should just go back and listen to that as many times as you need to listen to it until it rocks you, like you get rocked by it. It shakes you. I mean, it, the whole thing about free will, you know, we all like to think, we all, everybody, everybody in the world talks about fucking freedom from the prison of their own mind. Everyone in the world wants freedom. But that want is from the prison of your own mind. That need. I mean, most people, most, uh, most upsets you have as an adult are incomplete upsets from your childhood. When I say most, I mean all of them. I mean, fuck's sake. I should probably get new t-shirts with I am not a circumstance put on it. And if you do want an I am not a circumstance t-shirt, maybe I'll add them to the store. There's new stuff in the store if you haven't looked. And more stuff coming. You got to get yourself one of them fucking show up t-shirts. Show up. So you can't transform without intrusion. And the places to start with your transformation are those things you're currently tolerating in your life, the things you're making space for. You're accommodating. And then you wonder why you're so fucking burned out or overwhelmed because you're accommodating bullshit. And the only reason you accommodate bullshit is because you're resisting doing the work on yourself. Do you guys get that? I mean, it's a pretty fucking simple thing, right? And I don't, this is not about me trying to convince you to work on yourself. If you're not working on yourself and you're listening to my show and you're just listening for listening's sake, then you're inauthentic. You'll say you're listening to this because it makes a difference in the quality of your life, and maybe it does or it doesn't, but you're not doing it different. So that's saying one thing and doing another. And you know what you call those people when you see them in your own life? Somebody who says something and then does something else. You have your opinion right there, right? All right. So look at what you tolerate. Look at what's not working. And then really start to take stock of all the energy that it takes from you and all the space that you need to give up to accommodate that thing in your life. And then you wonder why you're burdened. That's where the transformation begins. That's where the work begins. And what's not working is as known to you as anything. Like what's not working is my opinion of myself. What's not working is my career. What's not working is my relationship to my health and my body. What's not working is my finances. All right, let's get to work there. And sure, it includes doing new things there, but it includes questioning the kind of truth that you have in your life that had you end up there. And that's in all of my books, right? You guys know that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. After this break, we're going to come back with our brilliant question from the nation. I'll be back in a moment.
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, all right. Welcome back to the second part of the show. If you're a regular listener, you already know that this is a part of the show where we take a question from the nation, right? So I'm always looking to pick what I feel as if is the question that has the widest appeal, which isn't always obvious because when you're when you're listening to me unpack somebody's question, you're not looking for like somebody who has the same situation as yours, which is what we always do. What was like, well, oh, he's talking about somebody's relationship with their body and I'm trying to go over an ex, so that's two different things. No, no, you have to look under the surface. You have to look at like, what's at play here? So this week's question comes from Stacy. Stacy says, thank you for your work. I just started listening to your podcast and I've listened to almost every one of them. I just bought your book, Unfuck Yourself and Do the Work. And I should receive my Unfuck Yourself t-shirt today. <laughs> yeah. To say the least, your work has changed my life. Thank you. Well, thank you for buying the t-shirt and the books. She goes on. I don't want to bore you with a long backstory. Let's just say my life has been filled with sexual abuse from the moment I can remember until I was 15. 28 years of a very abusive marriage, not physical, and the loss of my first child at the age of 22. I have been divorced for two years now. During my marriage, I justified my behavior, which included unfaithfulness, lying, and mismanagement of finances, and probably many more things because of the way my ex treated myself and her children. I blamed him for her son's death. After listening to your work, I recently talked with my ex. I acknowledged and took complete responsibility for myself, acting in a way that was not honorable to myself or to our marriage or to our family. And I absolved him of any responsibility of the failure of our marriage and apologized for blaming him to justify my actions. All right, I'm going to hold that right there because I know there's some of you that are going, what the fudge? Sounds like she's taking all the blame, right? No, it's not about blame. It's not about blame. And why I wanted to stop at this part, because this is just a little short of Stacey's question, right? I'm going to deal with Stacey's question in a minute, but I, I thought the broader part here for everyone to get is if you go back and listen to exactly how Stacey laid that out, what she did, I bet she's free right now. I bet she has this experience of being free, like she's finally let something go, that there's room for a fresh start. But if you go back and listen to it, exactly what she did, and the kind of order that she did it, and she authentically did it that way. There was no, like, doing it just so that you can get the result. She was doing it for doing its sake. But if you listen to it, she just basically breaks down, you know, personal freedom 101, okay? Like, you acknowledge something, you point to something, you say, see that? 
that didn't go the way that I expected it to go. When it didn't go that way, I became this way. And I just want to acknowledge and take responsibility for all of that, for all of that that I did or didn't do. I, whatever you did or didn't do, you know, that's up to you. It's, you know, I, it's nothing to do with me really if I think about it. Like I'm more, I'm more aligned with lining myself up with who I am rather than what's going on in my life. So you can hear a big part of Stacey's kind of background, if you like. She's already done a bunch of work. Now, here's her question, though. Should I have the same conversations with my children? I was and I am very careful to not talk about their dad and keep marriage things separate from mom things. However, the ex told their children things that they didn't need to know about their mom and involved them in everything. I know they're tired of hearing about it after almost three years now, but if I'm doing the work, should that be part of it? Should I have the same conversation with my three children? Ask them if it's a conversation they want to have, Stacy. Right? And they might say no. And if they say no, you can say, well, I'll, I'll ask you again, maybe a couple of times in the future. And I, I want you to know you can ask me about it at any time. Like, there's nothing I'm holding back. Right? So I would ask them if they're interested in having that conversation. They're likely to say no. But then, you know, if you kind of get their world, you know, you can get why. I mean, when you're young like that, all you're ever doing is just looking to the future. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? So that includes the obvious kind of mechanism at that age. If you're anywhere between, say, 12 and 22, you're, you're just driving forward. You're trying to get away from where you've been. So that won't be any different, I suspect, in your case, Stacey. It's like everything in life. We spend so much time trying to figure things out, what we should and shouldn't do, and maybe you could just ask the people involved. Then you might get a little clearer. But I do acknowledge you for the work you did with your ex, right? You, you created a lot of room for your ex to deal with themselves, which they might do or not do, but it's getting, that's irrelevant at this point. And that'd be a great thing if you're going to teach your children anything. It's how to free themselves from the burden of resentment, shame, guilt, and a past that just will do them no good at the most trying points of their own lives. All right, you guys. That's it for this week. Stacey, brilliant question, but I think I'm really more blown away by who you've been being recently. You've really taken yourself on. You can hear it. All right, that's it for this week, you guys. As usual, I'll see you on the flip side. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.